This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, so we're holding here Vatar Oisai Kitoiv Ma'oid. So um, it says about Moshe Rabbeinu that when he was born, um, so, so it says, I'll, I'll read it inside the Agarata. It's, it's Mem in the Agarata. Tanya, Reb Meir Oymet Toiv Shmoy. His name was Toiv. Reb Yudah says, Tuvia Shmoy. Reb Nechemia says, Hogun Lenevias. In other words, everyone's trying to explain what does Toiv mean over here? What, what's the context of the Toiv? So, um, so he says, um, Either his name was Toiv, or his name was Tuvia, or he was Roy to Nevius. You know, because it's very hard to understand what is the Toiv you could possibly see in a little infant. So, um, so either Vatarasiki Toivu, his name is Toiv or Tuvia, which is kind of strange. Reb Nechemia says he saw in him that he's Hogan and Nevius. Um, and some say it's not true. Mahu, v'chachomim ayimrim, b'sha and b'sha shad moishin smaller called bayis oira. Sevach v'atari sikitoyv and says v'rakem sar kitoyv. So those are a few sheetas about what is the word toyv. What 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 did she see then? That's toyv. So the moral is going to explain all of these different uh, inyanim. V'atari sikitoyv. Pirish, Kiladas Reb Meir Toiv Shmoy, Boloima, Kimoisha Beesal Dosahoya Toiv, Vizenema Al Shahoy Metsias Toiv Gomo, Vizenema Shoya Toiv Mitsad Gufoy. So, what we're trying to say is um, how can you tell it, when a child is born, there is no, um, there's nothing about him that the word Tova Ra could apply to. There's no Bechira, really. There's no nothing being do, done. So he says it means the Guf was Sholem in a way that it was very Ruchni, Le Marshall. Um One of the things that determines from the get-go how Ruchnistic we are, how Chomris we are, is how coarse our Guf is. A person who's very, very physical and will not be Ruchni from the get-go, and he's going to have to struggle, and, 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 and so on. A person who's, got, who's very refined is going to be much more Ruchni, and there's going to be a lot more, you know, he's going to go a lot further. So the Toiv Mitzad the Guf, I don't think it means to say that it was physically in good shape and healthy, but rather it was Muchan for Toiv Mitzad, its physical self. Ve Oledas Reb Yehuda, Tov Yashmoi, Pirish, Shoyadovik Bemoshe Toiv Shoinyaloiki. Moshe had Toiv that came from outside him, and that is Hashem's Tov. In other words, he already was connected to the Tov Hashem. Lakach Nikr Tovio Pirish, Shay Mishabe Shem Ko Betuv Shal Moshe, Achikim Shem Tovio, Shay Meshutta Beshmoi Shem Ko, Shatov Shoinyaloiki. So the the um, it, 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 so the, the the this toiv meant it was connected to toiv. Now, um, so he explains. 
without Tavia means that the body and its chaymer is good. So let's try a little bit. So first of all, on, on the first point of it, Tov and Ra really um, don't have any um, meaning unless we associate with something else. When we say something is good or bad, um, as absolute uh, value, doesn't mean anything. To, uh, you know, it, it, good has to be good for what? Um, there's, there's a wood that might be good for building and lousy for firewood, and there might be wood that's great for firewood and lousy to build with. So when I say something is good, it, 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 I can never say it absolute. I always have to say it as good for something, the um, so the only toiv that we can say in absolute sense means connected to Bayis Shalom, Hakadosh Baruch Hu as being toiv in in the absolute sense of it, and and our moral evaluations of tov and ra are all descriptions of Bayis Shalom's you know how close we are and how much we're tapped in in Bayis Shalom. Those tov those in Yana of tov and ra. Will be um, will mean how much is this identified with Rebbeinu Shlomo? Um, the Rebbeinu Shapiro would always say that the word Tov comes from like Hatavas Aneris, which means the wick can draw, versus Ra, which means um, sliced up, disconnected, disjunct. That's how we describe Tov and Ra. Um, but be it as it may, the, both of them talk about. Um, some sort of shaykhist to a divine. So when we say that it was toiv without tevia, we say that the guf was ra'ui for um, being shaykh to Barsham. It's just like if a person has a ship vessel and he says that this ship vessel is seaworthy, it doesn't mean it's swimming. It doesn't mean it's going anywhere. It's, it's, it could be in, in, on the dry dock. It could be in, the, uh, in his house, his garage. But I say it's seaworthy means it is royal to go to the sea. Um, so a person who is toiv also means that he is worthy of having that connection. So one meaning was that it was worthy of the of the um, chibur. Tovio means there already was some sort of element of connection to the Shalom. That is. A, um, that's what he says here. And then he doesn't quite add much more over here. Um, and therefore, he does add in the um, Ksavyad, um, he adds quite a bit that sort of, I think, elucidates. The Ksavyad is on Gvurus. Um, and therefore, he says like this. I'll, I'll read it. It's, um, it's in the... Uh, in, in the what you call it, Xavier uh, uh, edition of the of the morale. Because Tamik Teida, Ki Hametzius Hashem Kroivim Alasiba Rishonim Bliim Tsoi, the closest something is um, to, to the source of it. So he says the closest is to the source of it, um, like the Malachim and Klal Yisrael. Um, Baruch, whose name is directly associated with them. 
In other words, when something has a Kashbrahu's name appended to it, it's it means that it is associated with him. Lamash, I'll take a very simple when I say this is Yankel's car, so I'm saying this car is associated with Yankel. Um it, when I say this is shift a car, I, I mean we're, we're not talking about ownership, we're talking about closeness. So this is something which is very close to Bayashalom. It means Hashem's name is immediately appended to them. Why Dafka Shem Ka? So we're saying that the name Yud K is the name with which Akadish Baruch Hu associates things in this world that are Taif. So Ka is a variation of Yud K Vav K. Yud K Kibikashem Tsurilamim, it's one of the Shem's Akadish Baruch Hu. So he's going to explain why the Shem Yud K Dafka. and uh, and then he's going to explain Moshe's like that. Let's let's leave that a minute and let's and let's talk about it in, in the bigger picture. The, the Morris says it, it, the word Akashbaruch's name is Yud K Vav K. The w- one of the elementary um, visualizations of, of that name is Yud K is a source. It's like Akashbaruch's um, paradigm Vav is the way in which HaGashbaruch connects it with the world down here. And the last hey is our attempt to emulate that Yudke. So Yudke in itself is sort of the, the snapshot of what's wanted. Yudke Vavke is how that happens and comes to us. That's, I guess, a, a, a fairly simplified version of how it works. Um, in, in, in the meaning of, of Ka and, 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 and Yudke Vavke. The Yud and the He are two letters that are opposite in many ways. One is, Chazal say the Yud is, I created Olam Haba with a Yud, and a He, he created Olam Hazer. The reason is the Yud represents the Dat, the Yud represents um, the, 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 a point. You know, it's nothing but a point. It, 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 so so the, the Gemara says, because very few people make it there, it's, it's you know, it's, 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 it's a place that's ma'at and tzaddikim and ma'at and so on. So the Yud is something which is very spiritual. It almost non-existent. It, all you can say about it is, it is. You can't say more than that. A Yud does not have a sheer. A dot of, of, a dot of ink serves as a Yud, in a, on a Sefer Torah. He is the broadest letter. A, it's, it takes up, it sort of takes up all sides. Um, it's, it's, a full, it's a full letter. It also represents Dalit with a dot in it. In other words, Dalit meaning the four different directions and the, entire, the in, entirety of the world. Like we say, um, Dalit Kanfos Haaretz, um, you know, four is the ultimate in, in, in spreading out on a surface. 
So a, a hey is, is a dalad with a dalad. So yud and hey represent two polar opposites in terms of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's um, manifestation. One. Two. Um, yud and the hey represent also um, chesed and din in a very, very different, in a very high level, not quite using that terminology, but Yud and He represent, um, one is, is, is close to what we would call Chesed, one is what we would call Din, it, close to it. So those are polar opposites. Akarish Baruch Hu's never, Akarish Baruch Hu's name is never smaller than Yud K. A Yud is not Hashem's name, and a He is not Hashem's name. And that's why people make a mistake when they always dash about the two Yuds, Two yuds is a, is a printer's uh, device. The hay with the apostrophe is, is a printer's device. It's, it's what we use not to say Shem Hashem. But the yud and the hay are inseparable. A yud alone is not Kaddish. A hay alone is not a Kaddish. A yud and a hay are a Shem HaKadosh Baruch Hu and, and, and it's Kaddish. So why a yud and a hay? The answer is, I guess it's like in calculus, you, you try to you try to describe a certain point and you say, I can't define this point, but I can always define it by going from two different sides to get to this point. As you go from here to here, the, 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 the point that is after this and before this is the point we're looking for, the limit, as they call it, and, and so on. It's, it's a never-ending narrowing of, of two things and the point in the middle. So I always see it as the point in the middle between the two. So um, I, when we speak, many times we've spoken about Akashbrokhs, Spheris, Mamoris, whatever you want to call it, as diverse as they are, who is always that point of singularity that is in the middle. It's the point that is um, neither here nor there, but includes both the same. So Yud and He are the two extremes of Yerushalayim Hanhagas and Giluyim. Olam Haba means the most spiritual and the most um, restrictive of of of, of all Hanhagas. That's why it's a Yud. It says not many people make it there. So so it means it is the point of absolute perfection. Vis-a-vis the point, hey, is is the scope of the absolute inclusiveness. The two polar Hanhagas HaKadosh Baruch Hu together um, add up to our first name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Anything less than that is a distortion. So so the morale points out, this is the point that the morale takes out from here, is that the name of Ka represents um, a, a point between two extreme points, um, between two Ktsavas. The ultimate of Toiv is that Nekuda that sort of keeps going in between the opposite sides. So the morale says over here, Kilakahu um, Toiv, I'll read the lines, this is from the Ksavyad. Lefishu me mutsa ben shnei advarim, ven enoitel shum katzer. 
because it is exactly in the middle and doesn't go to any katzeh. So, ka is a syllable. It, it, it's one syllable, and, and the two letters of the Shem Hashem become one syllable, and, and, and that's that. So, um, he says, and that's why, so um, the toiv of Moshe Rabbeinu specifically included this nekuda where he would be the, um, it, it would be the exact balance between the different inyanim. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu, as the Nois HaTorah, spoken about this, um, that that was possibly his, his most important midah. Torah is something in its clolius that gives every part its due and how much and what's right. In this case, all of Torah is balancing different inyanim in, in different cases. What's, you know, what's teicha, what's in what case you say this, what case you say that. So Moshe Rabbeinu's toiv wasn't just a generic toiv. It's, it was very specific as being part of that. That's what he says over here in the Chidush Goddess, which, by the way, the Chidush Goddess seems almost to be copied say, out of Gvuris. The other piece I read to you was in Xaviad that never made it into Gvuris for whatever reason. It looks like a first draft or so on. So he says, um, the Zerfish were tabled to Via. Keep Tavatim Shesra Tab Mitzad Gufa Verhomri. To Via is a Miley Sera. I guess he's being Maramis on this point. Why Yudke is the Toib that's coming from Akarish Parahu? The Toib of Akarish Parahu is exactly this point over here. So he adds this point over here about Ruach HaKodesh. I'd like to, so, so Ruach HaKodesh itself as being uh, above it all is, is, um, is means as follows. The, um, I'll also I'll read a line or two from his. He says the I will show you Muchan Revua Lios Imoy Koyach Kodesh Nivdalagami. Vizes Shamashay Muchan Revua. So the Muchan Revua means as follows: When a person um, a person has a goof. And this goof can be extremely amenable to a ruchniistic, uh, you know, to, to have ruchnis on him. That's fine. It has a limit. It's a goof. That's all it is. When he's davuk, and it's and it's only royal. He's davuk in Shem Hashem means that there's something about this goof that actually expresses, um, from the get-go, expresses ruchnis and akadosh baruch Nevuah means it says the marshal all neviim were bottle 
when they when they said nevuah, their goof sort of fell apart. The voice that came from them, the voice that they heard, whatever it was, meant that to some point they became a carrier for Ruach Hashem, for Ruach HaKodesh. So, so the toiv that they could express that way goes beyond any toiv that they as people could express. As people, the goof is limited, and even if a person has a very, very good goof, fine, that's, 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 uh, that's, uh, that's nice, but it's limited. Um, when a person becomes a platform for for nevuah for hakodesh, that means it goes beyond. And then he says, um, so that's nevuah. V'zeh v'zeh mashem muchan shetiel levuah hakodesh kachoyser v'nechem yahogim levuah kimuchan v'salsh yahokodesh alav. It meant she saw the potential for nevuah on him, which would make him much more toiv than any toiv he as a human being could express. So Lamashal, if I'm a, I'm a wonderful person and I do the best that could be, it still is limited. If I'm able to give over the 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 uh, when I could become a novi means somewhere along the line my goof sort of disappears a bit and only a Baruch Hu comes out. Um, so he speaks over here about Mila, and what he says basically is that the, the Mila, it's to be born a mohul means that the person's guf, it's not just amenable for Ruchnius, but the guf comes from someplace else. In other words, a physical guf has Arla. That's what a physical goof is, that's what it's meant to have, and, and so on. When a person takes the, the, the Mila off, he's, he's, he's bettering it, the goof. When a person is Noilad Mohul, where does it come from? In other words, what is it, you know, where does a goof that's Mohul come from? Mila is, 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 is you know, to be Mohul is a Ruchniistic, uh, um, it's meaningful, only Ruchniistic content, context. So that means that the person's goof itself comes from a place beyond the physical. It's, it's, it's not constructed as a physical entity with the ability to have ruchnis on it, but something in the very goof itself comes from the beyond. It comes from the shmini, like it says over here, that everything that's shmini is, is so on. Okay, um, so all of these in Yanim, um, each one is expressing that he's more of a Ruchnis than a being. Now the moral adds, I am going to add one more Hezbo as to the five things over here. And and what and and the, why we have machlokes about five different things. They're in ascending order. They're not. They're not just random five things. Um, 
that's caused in Eloiki and Shechina is more. Nerlad Mohu, and so on. So basically, he's being Miramis over here that that Moshe, the different Dargis, let's see again if I can pluck out a sentence over here, because he does talk a lot. Um, It doesn't. It, I mean, it doesn't add that much more over here. Let me just see if it has. Yes. So I. I mean, basically, the 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 list of five items is um, is is speaking about the different letters in Akharish Baruch whose name Yudke Vovke. And there's, a, and there's the kutz of the yud are seen as being um, the, the different hanhagas of Hashbaruch, different spheres. And each one is going up one until the, the, finally he speaks about Moshe Rabbeinu being able to have a svakari meira. Um, he's basically, um, what he's doing is lining up these five things, milamata lamala. In other words, it starts with the the bottom, meaning that the bottom hay in that sense, and and it works its way up to the top, explaining that um, each one is miramas on a toy that comes in scala for somewhere ahead. Basically, that's that's what he's saying. Um, it's five is 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 when, whenever you see four or five, many times it's connected either the shame yudke vavke is four, or yudke vavke with a Kites with the with the little shmitzik in the in the in the yud that's meramis on a higher darga, so so you have five a maximum five madrigas expressed in the shame of Vakadosh Baruch Hu, and each one speaks a different darga, but al kopanim the 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 chibur of it was was the chibur that is shayach to being totally ruchlis. I, I want to explain something here that I think is very important. Um, people ask, so. Was Moshe Rabbeinu born perfect? Could Moshe Rabbeinu done Averis? I mean, we're saying here he was born, it sounds like perfect. And therefore, it, 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 I mean, it doesn't sound like, like, like there was, they had a choice. And the answer is no. The fact that a person has an affinity for Ruchnius, without an affinity for Ruchnius, he may not attain that high madrig of Ruchnius while he's alive. So let's say a person is born with a very difficult temperament and he's naturally prone to being very physical, very coarse, and doing a various whatever it is. But he, if he works on himself and he's misgabber on himself and so on, he, he will have scharnolm, he'll be a tremendous person, he'll be a very big tzaddik and so on. That every person is, 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 is equal. But not every person can be a conduit in this world for nevuah. Now, certainly, Nebuchadnezzar Mashabena was only Nebuchadnezzar Mashabena. In other words, there's a certain, there's a certain, um, what's the right word for it, hachana, in a person's mitzias, that his mitzias could be soivel as a physical being 
a ruchniistic uh, um, uh, 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 on top of it. Moshe um, Rabbeinu had that achana. Moshe Rabbeinu could have misused it or not used it. To some degree, Bilam had that achana, and 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 it was misused. Bilam could not have been a novi of that madrigal like Moshe Rabbeinu in, in a way that would have um, that he would be a roi for for um, nevua of that madrega had he not been cut out for it. Um, but he he misused it. He used it for ra. That Moshe Rabbeinu was muchen for toiv is clear. Would he have? Did he have to become toiv? Did he have bechirat? Of course, that also is clear. So all of these things say that Moshe Rabbeinu was was muchen for the, for that ha'ara. Um, I guess just to add one more thing. I think this is like before. This is before Pesach, so it's uh, it's a good time to talk about it. Um, Moshe Rabbeinu was born to be the goyal of Klal Yisrael. And therefore, I mean, he was muhan to be, to be the goyal of Yisrael. Looking at what are the tchunos necessary to be the goyal will give us some understanding of what geula is. Um, we, we tend very, in, in, you know, whenever we have a tzara of some sort, enemies, persecutions, afflictions, poverty, this, that, the other thing. So, the Gula will come, and, and so on and so forth. So, we, we tend to think of Gula as a panacea for problems. Um, if that was true, then Moshe Rabbeinu would be a, a strong person, a capable person. Um, there was a person here in, in, um, from the modern Orthodox community here that spoke about Moshe in the way that only those type of people could speak. And he described him as being a poor administrator. He, he took great issues. Since this person worked for the American government, he was a deputy secretary of some other, so I assume he has great experience as being an amazing administrator. And he was able to evaluate Moshe Rabbeinu and give him a low mark as administrator. I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed that he was speaking from great experience. So somebody told this over to me, and I told him, you know, it, 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 the problem is not that he spoke against Moshe Rabbeinu. He's saying that Kadosh was a lousy headhunter because Kadosh is the one who chose him as administrator. So if Kadosh didn't didn't get it right, he, he, he will, you know, it's it, it, chalk up one against Rishon. He's starting up with Rishon, not with Moshe Rabbeinu. But okay. But, but if you understand Geula, like the Rambam says, the Rambam in Mashiach speaks about, he says, Mashiach is the king that will restore Klal Yisrael to its Ruchnis, the Ketzura. That's what Geula is. That's how the Rambam starts his Prakim Gula. That's how the Rambam finishes his Prakim Gula. That Linus Avi is Shalom Snap. So what is the, so, so we want a person with that capability. If, if Moshe Rabbeinu, the Torah says he's born and he's Toiv. And Toiv means, like he says, Chazal say, he's, he's Muchan for Hashroas Hashchina of, of, we call it this pshat, this pshat, this pshat, this the Google be Hashroas Hashchina, then what's the point of it all? If you wanted somebody to be Goyal then, who, who's a great administrator, who's, who, who, who gets the people roused up, who unites the people, who does anything you want, then that wouldn't be the Tchuna that you would pick. It, since the, the Torah is describing his birth, not because there's no, there's no worship around Moshe Rabbeinu. We don't worship Moshe Rabbeinu. So, so telling over Sipur Tzadikah Moshe Rabbeinu is not what it's about. 
It's about telling us what is Moshe. What, if, if I understand what the goal of Kaisal is, I understand what the goal is. So but the first thing we know about Moshe, as soon as he's born, the room fills up with light. Um, his novel, uh, he, he's, he's, he, he's, he's, um, his name is Toiv, he's Toivir. All of these are things that tell me something about his essence. And if I understand his essence, I understand the whole Parsha. You know, it's, it, understanding Moshe, what Moshe is at his core, which means at his birth, is the lens through which to view the entire Parsha Gula. Um, so I guess, uh, um, next week I'm going to be out of town. It's going to be difficult, and I'm sure you'll be uh, submerged in Avodas Pesach. Um, I run away from town, so I'm not submerged in Avodas Pesach. But uh, I'll go find him. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see if the pace of